0: Hey everyone, my name is Michael Peroni. Hey, I'm Matt Peroni, And uh, we're bored during quarantine. So we thought we'd uh, put together this podcast and uh, add something to changebrothers.com, give you guys a new dimension and uh, new content so that you can learn a little bit more, hopefully get something from our conversations here. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, you've streamed Netflix enough, so why not stream We're this? probably
0: at least as informative or entertaining as Netflix. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix. I bet we come in at least above some of it. That's true. At least, that, that's a good standard, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Bottom 25% of Netflix content, we got that. Okay. Yeah. So that's what are we going to talk about standard.
1: today? So, yeah, what, what we thought we'd talk about today was sort of a, a foundational aspect. Why traditional personal finance advice just doesn't work, which really factors into why we started
0: this whole thing in the first place. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, if you look at, what's out there and it's everywhere, right? Uh, it's the same stuff over and over again. Save money, get on a budget, don't get into debt. Mm-hmm. And if I had a dime for every time I heard that, I would be the world's richest man. I would have Buffett and Bezos beat. Maybe I, <laughs> both of them combined, right? That'd be a heck of a thing. Yeah. But it's the reason we don't like that, right? It's, it's out there. It's everywhere. It's, it doesn't actually change anything. I mean, Everyone knows that stuff, but no one actually changes anything. Mm -hmm.
1: And that's the tricky part of it, too. You're right. We we see a lot of this stuff out there. Honestly, it's a lot like dieting, too. We all know how we're supposed to eat, right? But how many of us are out there, how many many people are fit and, and, and have their fitness? We know we should eat less sugar, exercise. But just because we know we should doesn't mean we actually change the
0: behavior. Exactly. Exactly. And so. The reason we call this change brothers, right, is because, well, one, we're brothers. That's part of it. Nice. But but the change part is because we actually want to help people change their financial behavior. So go from debt to no debt. Go from little saving to lots of saving. Go from financial worry to financial confidence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, maybe, how do we do that? Well, we start typically with just the foundational
1: aspects of finance where we talk about well you know we, we can't just give advice we've got to
0: start with where we came from before yeah yeah like I think the thing that surprises people about our approach the most is we don't we don't really give any financial advice <laughs> <laughs> that's true we don't we don't um, we don't tell people whether they should buy or rent we don't tell people if they should invest in an index fund or not, I mean, we don't mm-hmm. have how much they should spend on a house or anything like that. Yeah, those are questions we get, right?
1: Well, what, what what percentage of my income should go to this? We say, well, no, 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 hold on.
0: We don't care. I, I don't care, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's all about, it's not financial advice, it's personal advice, and it's if you get your head and your heart in the right place, then the finances come and then you don't have to worry about all that other advice and all the things that financial experts tell you to do because it's it's uh it's it's part of you mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and so that is that why so if i just came up to you and i said mike you're spending too much you need to get on a budget that's just i mean wouldn't that help you change no
0: i mean it's 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 information and and Financial information is cheap, right? It's it's almost worthless. It's so it's so abundant that it's worth nothing, right? Mm. Any idiot can tell you get on a budget. Mm-hmm. But no one or very few people can tell you how to actually make a budget or make a financial system of any kind work in real life. Mm. And that's that's where the interesting stuff is. That's where the real change is.
1: Yeah, yeah. so let's let's tell people a little bit more about that then and preview a little bit of what's in our programs and some of the coaching that's available. So if we want to actually help you change your behavior, right, what I should say is if you want to change your behaviors, then we start with sort of our, our what our predetermined assumptions. Yeah, I don't even I'm not even aware of fully.
0: Yeah, we start we start with uh, what's already in your head. Why are you where you are today? Right. What factors from your from your past and your present day situation put you here? And we have to break those down. We have to know what those are before we can introduce new information. Right. Because mm-hmm. even <laughs> though but, you know, get on a budget is super easy to say. It it doesn't matter if you have a wall up there, it doesn't? It's not gonna conquer the wall. It's not gonna get over the wall. It's not gonna help you. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, eventually, though, we do get to a point where we do tell people how to manage
0: their dollars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right? We do. I, I, we have practical. We have some practical advice. But even then, right? We I think you'd agree. We don't get very specific. We don't tell people uh, what investment things they need to be picking or anything like that because that's going to vary depending on their goals and their situation
1: yeah and, and uh, that's very true because what we do is what we, i think what we would say is don't do this one-size-fits-all approach Let, let's fix the foundations let's get you off on a good path and then from there you can determine where it is you want to go yeah but you've got to know you got to know your bearings
0: first is that yep. a good way to say it yeah yeah i think so um, may they may disagree but i think it's i think it's good um the other thing i think that's important just in terms of introduction to what we do is we are also very focused on relationships right mm-hmm. um a lot of the people we talk uh to are parents they have marriages and children and uh other people that they have to deal with their money mm-hmm. and so uh that's that's the trickiest thing about money is there's people involved and and people don't always see eye to eye, and so navigating those relationships, being able to stick to your principles or to relay or communicate your principles, that's that's important. That's an important skill.
1: No, yeah, you're 100% right about that. That is that's a big part of this is that the family involvement, right, and relationships. And you mentioned you know people don't always see eye to eye. We, we do our best to help with that in the program as people go through it. You do some things on your own, but then there's a lot of it that's done with a spouse or a significant other. Uh, and even, I think this is especially exciting, with the kids. Yeah. Right? Now, we don't involve the, the one- or two-year-olds,
0: per se. Um, at least, I don't involve my two-year-old. You know, I give three-year-old. my three-year-old all the money I have. Oh. Just, I let him hold it in his in his uh, piggy bank. Oh, okay. We only have 10 bucks, so it's easy.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's that's a good savings plan. Yeah, I like it. Sam will keep it safe. Yeah, okay, um, but uh, but th- there are important things to teach the kids. So going back to relationships, we call it family finance, right? That the name of the program is Family Finance Foundations. It's got to be a family affair. It can't be oh, Dad's in charge of the money. Dad just tells us what to do. Now. Yes, parents, uh, moms, dads, were are the, the leaders of the home, right? You're the parent. But, but it's got to be, there, there's got to be family involvement.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got to be deliberate in, in how you uh, organize your finances so that your kids grow up in a way yeah. that, uh, that they capture all the relevant information, not just the information, but the principles behind the information mm-hmm. so that they can be successful in, in their adult life.
1: So let's go through both of those relationships, because I agree that's huge. If there's a disagreement between spouses on how to prioritize things, how do we work people through that?
0: It's arm wrestling, match. It comes down to who has more strength. Awesome. Yeah. That's now, simple. Yeah, it's that simple. It's, you didn't know that, but that's key to successful financial management in a family. No, but um, I mean, it's, it's really about uh, understanding, right? Like getting getting to the point where both people understand what the goals are and agreeing on those goals. And then if, you, if you're if you united on that, then the daily financial decisions or disagreements become easier to solve. Mm. And yeah, I, I like that. And something else we
1: talk about, too, that I think takes goals even a step further is values. Yeah. You determine the family values that you have yeah is it a value that your toddler manages your savings well
0: i mean to be serious i mean no one very few people actually take the time to articulate their financial values Mm -hmm. if you asked you know the average parent what they want their child to learn about money most of them haven't thought about it uh and that's a problem in a sense that the child's going to grow up and Maybe they'll learn some good lessons, but maybe they'll learn a lot of things that the parent didn't intend for them to learn, mm-hmm. and uh, that causes problems in the future for them. Yeah, interesting. Do we have an example of that? Well, I mean, I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could think of some. I'm, I'm you know, from our from our own life, uh, we uh, we grew up in a home where we ate like we ate out a lot, right? Because yeah. of of various circumstances, you know, family being around and working a lot. And that's something that our our wives both make fun of us for today is, you know, we'll be cautious about spending uh money on toys or furniture or something, mm-hmm. right? But oh yeah. But uh when it's time to go out to eat, I'm like, all right, let's spend fifty hundred dollars, no big deal. Yep. Because just kind of something we we grew up with that, hey, there's money for going out to eat and then Works yeah, just fine. it's fine. No, it's very true. Uh, on on that that didn't the the first time. No it one mean. No one m- intended to teach
1: us that. No, that's yeah. If you ask our parents, they didn't mean to teach us. Yeah, that oh, money is strictly managed unless we're going out to Chili's. Yeah, then we can do it every Chili's. Life. Yes, <laughs> lots of lots of Chili's. Chili's, the steakhouses, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. But we. Uh, I remember when my wife and I were on our honeymoon. And uh, we went to, you know, it's the honeymoon. You splurge a little bit. Even we went out to some cool restaurants. There's the food again. But then I remember we went to. Oh, uh, part of our honeymoon took us to the Grand Canyon, and there were some postcards that my wife wanted to buy, to send to friends. And they were like ninety-nine cents each. And I was, and I gave her a hard time over it. She wanted to buy, I think, six or seven of them. And I was like, Do we need to spend six dollars on postcards? And mm-hmm. she just looked at me. Matt, we just spent a hundred dollars on a meal a little while ago. What do you? And I was like.
0: Yeah, and did you, right. you did you use the point to say just because we spent some money doesn't mean we spend more? No, just, yes. don't don't say that. That's a good way <laughs> to get and good way to sit on the on, couch. Yeah, yeah,
1: but but no, but it's true. And and even to the, even though that was years ago, now I still have to fight that bias. So anyway, that's it, that goes back to the point of uh, there's things that we learn that we're just not aware of until someone points us out. So points it out to us. So there's that
0: relational <coughs> part of it. But and that causes a lot of a lot of relationship issues. When when those things aren't discussed and then they aren't resolved, it, yeah, people fight about money. It's one of the most common things that couples fight about is money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so
1: if, if people can get together and, and decide on the values they want, so like you said, most parents are... I think most parents, if you ask them, what do you want your kids to learn about money? Well, I mean, you, you probably they probably say, well, I want them to be good with it. Yeah. And I want them to not, I don't know, be poor or something. But what does that mean specifically? Uh, so something that we are working on with our kids is teaching them to be generous, mm-hmm. right? Not to think of, not to be Scrooge McDuck uh, with with their money and counting it, and just, that oh, this is mine. Um, it's, it's meant as a tool, so that's one thing. Um, but what about, let's, let's talk a little bit more about the kids, though, too, unless you wanna talk about something else, but when it comes to, if once the spouses are on the same page, if you're if if other kids that are out there are like our kids they want things they go to the store they see stuff or they want to go do a thing and that they, they want to go do activities uh, and you can't do everything yeah so how do you instill the value where they can see the financial trade-offs and, and the limit without just telling them no son we can't afford that
0: stop wanting it because that doesn't do it Yeah. So how do you, how do you communicate the Mm trade-offs? Well, yeah, it is, it is age dependent, right? Um, but I think, I think one way is to have them involved in, in money on a smaller scale. Like one, one thing that we do, um, with our, with our, um, eight year old is give him money and then he has to budget that money within his own sphere, right? So he gets about ten dollars a month, and of those ten dollars, he has to pay for some of uh, some of the family expenses, right? It's usually a couple bucks, um, and then he uh, gets to use the rest of it um, based on you know whatever he needs or whatever he wants. And so he sees the trade-offs, right? He sees mm-hmm. that it's like even though I have $10 doesn't mean I should spend it all on this thing because then I won't have anything else, right? Uh-huh. So just, I think um, I think one of the first things that parents should teach kids about money is that it is finite, right? And that it's a tool for certain things and, and that it's not an unlimited resource for everything, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let, let me say that back to you to make sure I got it. You have an eight-year-old that gets a monthly income and has to help the family. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has to pay. He usually ends up buying, you know, a gallon of milk or a couple of bread or something like that mm. uh, so that he gets that experience and he sees that even though it's his money, it's he has to contribute to the family. Interesting. Yeah, that's.
1: That's a good way to to have, because the, now they're going to be having, he's going to be having that mental journey of under of calculating, right? So, oh, I had ten, now I have this, now I have this, and and there's a sense of contribution. There's values that are being instilled there, right? That's yeah. That's what well, we going. hope we hope. Um, that's true. I mean, yeah, you you can't control every little thing, but I think what you're going for there, Michael, is you're having him live through an experience under your roof at a very young age when they're more impressionable and hoping that it sticks.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, The idea is to be intentional about the values that we teach, right? To design, and this is really, I guess we want to just wrap this up and and sum it up. Like when When we consult and when we coach, when we help people, we're not interested in the dollars and cents of their finances we're interested in designing a system a deliberate system where they can be successful with money and then where all that useless advice and like just super common financial expert opinion can you know insulate from that and just actually live their life in a way that money works for them mm-hmm. That's a good, yeah,
1: I think that is a good way to wrap it up. If, if if anybody gets a takeaway from the podcasts, aside from our silliness, and the program, the coaching, it is all about designing a deliberate system. Yeah. Right, and, and I like what you said, that money works for them.
0: Yeah, people worry about money, people stress about money, people agonize over money, and they spend a lot of time looking at spreadsheets and stuff, and that's... That's so far the opposite of what we want people to do, right? We want right. them to never even have to think about it because they don't think about most other tools or other things in their lives. It's not I think about money all the time.
1: Mhm,
0: mhm. That's true. Wouldn't that be nice if
1: it just if it just worked? Yeah. And if there was cohesion and you just any shared values.
0: Yep. Awesome. Cool. Well, um, I think that's about it. We've gone long enough, and so. Um, take care everyone and we'll yeah, see, safe. yeah, we'll see you next time.